Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business, presented by All-in-One Social Media, where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez. Guys, I am so excited to have you here with me on my inaugural first ever Facebook Live show for the Marketing for Your Boring Business podcast and now Facebook Live show. This has been such a long time coming and I'm so excited to have you guys here. For those of you that know, my name is Desiree Martinez. I am the host of the show and I hope that you are willing to subscribe to the show, whether you hit that like button, but to make this super easy, why don't you just type five down in the comments below and that's going to put you in to our bot with BB, our boring bot, who's going to let you know when we do this show on a weekly basis. So today we have an awesome guest and it's Valerie Morris from Tintero Creative and she's going to be helping us break down these five tips to help you make sure you're standing on this clutter newsfeed. What's so great about talking with Valerie today is she is a fellow boring business social media manager. So we're going to have, I think, just a jam packed show filled with so many goodies that are going to help you make sure that you are crushing it with your social media. But first, we're just going to take a quick little break and pay the bills and talk about our sponsor. So today's show is brought to you by Sendable, my favorite go-to social media management tool. So how are you supposed to be consistent with your social media if you're always struggling to remember what to post, or you don't know what to do when, or you can't figure out what to say or how to make it happen or what to do or to post to all of the different places you're supposed to? It can be so overwhelming and frustrating that it kind of almost makes you want to quit. Well, that is where Sendable is going to be such an awesome solution for you. Sendable allows for you to bulk post to all the major social networks, including your Instagram account. You can monitor social media comments. You can do posts. You can schedule blogs, YouTube videos, and so much more. It is one of the most comprehensive social media management tools you will ever find on the market. This is the official social media management tool software that my agency all on social media uses. So if you would like to test this out, make sure you hit five down in the comment section below and BB is going to send you a link where you can check out Sendable for free on your own. Now, again, one more time before we step in to talk with Valerie about five tips to help your boring business get seen the clutter newsfeed. We are actually going to head over to Ben, who does our weekly boring business buzzword. He is the host of the Buzz Marketing Buzzword Podcast, and he does such a fantastic job with sharing with us all the things that we need to know in the marketing space. And so today, he is going to share with us what his marketing buzzword is. Hello, boring business owners. Ben Roberts here from the Marketing Buzzword Podcast, here to help you dissect more marketing buzzwords. Now, this week, we're going to look at something called social selling. Now, social selling is essentially looking at how you build relationships online through social media platforms. And the idea is that you're not going in through the hard sell. So, you know, those direct messages, those posts which tell you to buy, buy, buy. It's not about that. It's about actually creating and adding valuable content, Uh, not disrupting people's lives, but being more thumb-stopping, if we want to use a term like that. Um, And places like LinkedIn have got actually something called their Social Selling Index, SSI. So if you type it on Google or any other search engine, obviously, 
LinkedIn, SSI, you'll be able to have a look at sort of their four pillars that they take into account when looking at your SSI rank. So they'll actually give you an SSI rank based upon your network and against other people within your industry. And the idea of social selling is like how big, how the type of relationships you're building, the type of network you're building, how many conversations you have, and the quality of conversations. So in order to put a social selling strategy together, you're going to be looking at the type of content that is valuable, insightful for your audience. You can do it constantly and consistently, constantly and consistently. And you're not going in for the hard sell. It's about building that relationships over time, which then converts into sale because you've now become the font of all knowledge. You've become the go-to person in the industry for them to actually get that advice. So social selling essentially just means basically relationship marketing through social media. I'm back next week with another buzzword for you. Goodbye. Thank you, Ben, for that. And uh, So now is a time that we all have been waiting for. It's time for us to bring on Valerie. So again, today we're talking with Valerie Morris. She's a social media strategist who believes that you can be successful in social media marketing and have balance in life. She understands the social media growth tactics and how they fit into other digital marketing disciplines. Valerie founded Tintero Creative, a digital agency based in Colorado. Valerie is active in the digital community in Denver, including being the founding member of Colorado Women in Social Media. She's also a speaker for the Denver Startup Week and a speaker for the regional marketing groups. When Valerie shuts off on her social media, she can be found running around with her two dogs doing Pinterest projects and making the best queso that she possibly can. Thank you so much for being on the show, Valerie. I'm so excited to have you. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, so why don't you tell us a little bit about your experience with boring businesses and like what their biggest struggles are. Sure. So I am, I think I told you about this beforehand, but I kind of call them the not so sexy uh, businesses on social media because I have a friend who sells little girl hair bows and her stuff just blows up, right? Like she posts something and she'll easily get thousands of followers with, you know, no effort at all. And when it comes to more of the professional services and people that are in those not so sexy, sometimes boring types of industries for the most part, um, it's a lot harder to get that viral traction. And a lot of people have this integrity as to what their brand should be. And so they're not going to go for all these gimmicky things to try to go viral. So it's all about building integrity and really positioning yourself as the expert so that people are going to want to keep coming back to you. My first tip, um, so it's all about standing out, right? Um, My first tip, though, is you have to start with the foundations. You have to have a polished, branded look uh, in order to really have people pay attention at all in the first place. You want to make sure that when people find your profile and they find you on social media, that you look the part. That that first impression is really a good one. And it's one that fits the tone of what you're going for. So if you really want to be known as trusted and as the main expert in your field, you want to make sure that you're conveying that polished professional look. Um, you don't necessarily want to have, you know, a profile picture that is just full of, um, you know, maybe it's a picture that you took off your iPhone. Instead, go for the polished headshot. 
it's all about those like split second things that um, are going to be, um, you know, help people get that first good first impression. So do you think that when you're talking about a college branded book, is that just for social or is this something you think people have consistently across all of the presence of the um, so one thing I'll say is that I think it, it makes sense across the board, whether you've got a really fun profile or you have more of a polished professional look, you really want to make sure that your branding has that foundation across the board, whether you're going for fun or you're going for serious. Um, but it's so much more important when you're going after, um, kind of these boring industries, you know, that really where you're really having to portray trust. You want to make sure that people get that in an instant. They know exactly what you're about. And so if they are looking for someone who can help them understand their finances or understand how to buy a house, um, you want to make sure that it's easy, easy, easy for them to know in a split second that you are the one that they should trust. All right. So what is number two? Number two is to be consistent. So this is across the board as well, but it's so much more important, especially when you're trying to educate people as to what you are all about, what your professional expertise is in. Because the reality is, is that social media algorithms are not always going to show your content to everyone. So they might get one piece of content one week on a Monday, then they might not get anything again from you until Wednesday or Friday the next week, all based on you know their schedule, when they're using social media, and what the algorithm is doing for your content. So you want to make sure that as you're being consistent, you're able then to get in front of those eyeballs on a regular basis. Because even if you think, hey, I posted every week for an entire year, odds are most of your audience is not going to see every single one of those weeks' content. You want to be as consistent as possible so that you can kind of make up for that, um, you know that discrepancy in how much content is being shown to a specific person. Um, consistency is also just going to plant those seeds over and over and over again in people's minds because, you know, I don't need to buy a house right now, but in a few years I might need to. And so if I have someone that's staying consistent in front of me, it's very easy for me to know, okay, that's the person I'm going to go to. I'm not going to even go search for anyone else because I know exactly who knows their stuff. And especially when you position yourself as doing more than what other people are doing, you're going to outshine the competition. So do you think with being consistent, do you have like a recommendation on what they should be doing as far as how frequently they should be posting or where they should be posting to make sure that they're accomplishing that goal? You know, I like to think about the concept of batching, which has allowed me to be more consistent to my own life and then, you know, for my clients. Um, but consistency really, it can be, it could be once a year if that's all you're consistent at. Um, I tell people consistency is better than quantity. And so if, if let's say you can only post once a month, you can only write one blog post a month or you can only do, you know, one uh, video a month, start there. Because it's much better to have that rhythm and have your audience know that they can count on you for specific content each month and then increase the frequency from there than to post 10 times in a week and then they never hear from you again. So that's the content and have it ready and then 
go out with whatever frequency you know you can realistically achieve. Now, ideally, I don't know. I mean, for a while there, I was posting almost daily on LinkedIn, um, and that was really great. Recently, I started doing more video on LinkedIn, and as a result, my content has gotten more exposure. But actually cut down on the amount of times in a week I'm posting on LinkedIn, for example, because I know my video is getting shown over and over and over again in people's feed. So it's almost made things a little bit easier for me. And uh, and I don't want to be on video every single day on LinkedIn. I think for me, that's a comfort level. Like, it's too much for me. Um, but, you know, it might be enough. It might be just fine for somebody else. So, um, you know, I think... You want to kind of pay attention to what are other people doing on these platforms. You know, if they're posting 20 times in a day, um, and that's the norm, you know, like over on Twitter, that might be what you need to do. 20 times a day on LinkedIn is probably going to get you unfollowed by a few people or connected. So you just got to kind of get a feel for what are other people doing on this platform. Is it once a day? Is it once an hour? I think that that's a great, a great advice. Like, take the platform that you want to post to, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and figure out what yeah. the audience specifically wants. Some of them may want more and others may want less. So that's, I think, a really great, great little nugget that you gave us there. Mm-hmm. And hey, guys, as a reminder, with being consistent, remember, our sponsor for this show is Spendable, which is going to help you be consistent by doing all that back content Valerie just told you to do and scheduling it out really, really easily. So make sure you type five out in the comment section down below so that you're able to get access to Sendable and check it out for free. And hey guys, if you are just tuning in for the first time on our live show, welcome and remember today we are talking about five tips that are gonna help you stand out in that cluttered new seat as a boring business. We are talking with the super awesome, super knowledgeable and fellow boring business owner, Valerie Morris from Tarot Creative about what you guys need to do. All right, so we have talked about two things so far. One is polished, branded look, and number two is about being consistent. So, what is your third tip, Valerie? Okay, so number three is to do what other people aren't doing. And, you know, I have um, a friend of mine that uh, likes to say he likes to zig when everyone's zagging. You know, there's, there's something to be said for for doing something that's slightly different than what everyone else is doing. Not to say that you have to be weird, um, but, you know, pay attention to, okay, everyone is posting blogs, but I could be podcasting. So maybe that's an opportunity for me to gain traction um, that other people aren't even having on the radar. I think this is really common in professional services and in some of these industries where it's very easy to just stay in your lane and do what every, everyone else is doing. You know, oh, I go to this conference and they tell all of us real estate agents that we should be doing X, Y, and Z. But there might be an opportunity to do something slightly different um, and really position yourself as a forerunner or on the forefront of, of different technology. You know, live video is an example of that. Um, how many people in professional services are using live video? Not a ton. But, no. <laughs> I but um, marketing folks, I'm going to exclude from that because I feel like we're in a class of our own. That is very. We're always using the fun new toys. But, you know, like 
Um, I call my husband a, a recovering financial advisor because he used to be in the industry and he got out. And since then, he's uh, become a lot more active on social media, partly because of, you know, he doesn't have as many regulations. But that industry specifically, I noticed a lot of people, they're almost waiting for permission to go do that new thing. And the reality is they could invest that time in it. Yeah, some industries have compliance and a few extra red tape. But if you embrace that new thing, you're going to attract those younger people that are paying attention to those, those platforms. You're going to be able to gain traction where other advisors aren't even thinking about. Um, it just opens up a lot of opportunity. And, you know, not only that, but you're creating content in a way potentially that connects with different types of people. You know, we all learn in different ways. Some people are visual. Some people like to listen. Some people like to watch. Some people have to physically get their hands in something to feel like they learn it. Um, and so, you know, podcasts are going to attract different people than written blogs. Video is going to attract different people than podcasts. And so as you can create content and potentially, um, you know, put your message out in different social applications, you're going to be able to reach a whole different audience and connect with them in a way that they feel really closely connected with you back. That's really, that's a really great idea. And I want to ask some questions. So what do you think are some things that our foreign businesses could do that others aren't? I kind of feel like people say, okay, post on Facebook and, and do a blog and have a website. What are we doing ideas of other things that people aren't doing that maybe some of these foreign business owners could do? Yeah, you know, I have... I have a few clients where we are um, doing video blogging. And so they are creating videos that are getting spun into multiple different types of content. Podcasts, blogs, show notes, graphics for social, and then of course the original video. Um, you know, a lot of these, you know, people in professional services or kind of these, you know, kind of normal, boring businesses where we're just doing our thing, it's just a matter of kind of embracing video. Like I said earlier, marketers tend to play with all the new toys, but a lot of people actually don't, that are in, in, in other, other industries, they don't actually embrace those fully. And it's a huge opportunity for them. You know, it feels like, okay, well, everyone's on my video in the marketing world, but in the financial world or the real estate world, there aren't necessarily a ton of people that are playing on those spaces with video, live video, audio, audio types of files, those kinds of things. And frankly, those are really easy pieces of content um, for people to make because I'll tell you what, you ask someone a question about what they do for a living and they can sit and talk for hours. And so, you know, podcasts are even easier if you're not doing live video like this, but you know, because you could be doing it in your pajamas. So, um, you know, it's just one of those things that I think I think if people are willing to get behind a camera or a microphone, there's a huge opportunity. Yes, I have to one million percent agree. I cannot express you guys now. You're not doing video blogging. You are really missing out an opportunity to grow your business. The SEO benefits alone are my book. So... Yeah. Do it. Just, just 
get over it and do it. No, that's really great. All right, guys, if you are just tuning into our live show, we are talking with Valerie Morris about five tips on what your boring business can do in your social media to stand out in that cluttered news feed. This is our first Facebook live show of Emergency Your Boring Business podcast. And so far, for the first time, I'm a little bit of sound issues. I think it's going pretty well. What do you think, Valerie? <laughs> I think it's going pretty well. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so uh, make sure you guys hit five down in the comment section down below to uh, talk to BD, our boring bot, about getting notification when this show is coming out every week, Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. All right, so we have gone over three of the five. You want to have a polished, branded look. You want to be consistent, and you want to do what others aren't doing, which, of course, Val and I agree. Most people are not doing the video. So, we the video, guys. All right, so what is number four, Valerie? Okay, so number four is um, to, I mean, this is so simple and so basic, but to educate, to provide value. Um, if you are in a not-so-sexy business or industry, you might feel like it's a little boring. You're like, what do I post on social media? What do I blog about? The reality is, is you probably get a ton of questions that people ask you. You have frequently asked questions that pop up, and you could provide that the answer to that in a really great way, in a way that positions you as the expert. Now, if I talk to my mortgage lender, I can ask them questions about all sorts of different things. The reality is, I don't want to originate my own loan. I don't want to do all that paperwork. I don't want to figure that out. So, but then educating me and answering questions about the process and about what's involved, it hints and it gives me a clue that they know what they're doing. It doesn't tell me exactly how to do it all myself. Um, and the reality is, I'm not going to take that and steal it. Oh, I'm going to go do my own mortgage. Like, I'm going to start my own mortgage office. No, you're providing value and education. And in that, you build trust. Well, so, if you can do that, it's, yeah, it's I mean, amazing. how many people actually know how to do this stuff besides you guys? Like, there's right. nothing I dread or know less about in my life than being my taxes. Which is why, since I, like, founded my business, having this yeah. was, like, the number one priority. I don't know what to do, and I just can't do it. And they can execute about all this stuff. So, it just makes complete sense for you to kind of share them. So they can know, and that they want to do it themselves. Kind of like, you know what? Good luck. But at the same You'll time, back. your education, what you're trying to do, everyone's going to be like, um, how about you do this for me instead? <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, I like to think through the sales process, right? People don't often make decisions on the first go around. Often, it takes a few interactions with your brand before they say, yes, I'm going to hire them to do this or I'm going to buy this package from them, or I'm going to buy this product. So if you can educate people, whether it's through a YouTube video or a blog post or a podcast episode, um, you can really help kind of move people through that sales process so that they're already ready to purchase when you throw something out at them. Um, they don't have to then decide, oh, well, am I going to trust this person or not? They've already decided that well, well earlier in the process. So... It's, it's all about building trust. And 
like I said earlier, you know your your subject matter better than anyone else. So just just start talking about it and pay attention to what you talk about with people. Pay attention to those frequently asked questions and, and what value that people, real people, are looking for. And I have a tip that goes along with exactly what you just said. Nice. If you guys are thinking about getting the video, and you should be, because if you go to my podcast, have two episodes, you know, and it's not even the video. You guys just write down your top 20 most commonly asked questions. The things that you get asked repeatedly by your potential customers and things that people ask, and make every single one of those into a video. And boom, you have 20 pieces of content. You just have 20 blogs for your website. And it's something that's also really great to have as a resource so when people ask you these things, you can just send them the video and save your post some time. That's so great. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, we're heading into our last tip of what your boring business can do to stand out in that cluttered news feed. We're talking with Valerie Moore from Tintero Creative. Lay it on us, Valerie. What is tip number five? Okay, so number five is it's pure rocket science here, guys. It is all about engaging with other people. Social media starts with the word social at the front. So socialize with people online. It's amazing how simple this is and how much people ignore it um, or they just forget about it. So go hit like on your neighbor's picture of their kid winning a soccer trophy. Go congratulate someone on a work anniversary on LinkedIn. All of those things are going to help bring more exposure to your name and oh, there's a little icon usually with that with your face. And so the more you can stay relevant and, and in front of people, the more you are going to build your network, the more you're going to build your trust. And honestly, you're going to get to know your network a lot better. Your life is going to be richer because you know more about the people that you are interacting with on social media. It's a simple thing. It doesn't require recording any videos, getting in front of a camera. It just requires some time and commitment to do it consistently. Uh, and engage with people. They're going to feel like you care, and hopefully you actually do care. Um, but they're going to feel like you care. <laughs> um, and that's going to give them a good a good connotation and a good feeling when they see your name pop up. And so they're going to want to stay engaged with what you're doing. So the more you give back to other people, the more it's going to come back to you. So I have a question that kind of goes along with a little bit of a topic. And it is, what about the sports business owners that are too busy to engage on social media? And why I, I air quote this is because a lot of these guys are the ones that are working on their business. Like you and I, as marketers and other kinds of businesses, like you get to be in front of a computer. It's a little bit easier for us to be able to do things like engage with people, go sometimes in Facebook groups and socialize, come on Instagram posts, do things on LinkedIn. What would you say? to help those people that are actually fixing those keys, adjusting those backs, hammering those ears, fixing that funnel, what would you say to them so that they could engage with their customers, with people? Yeah, so a couple of, couple of things that I do. One is I set a timer for, um, for like how long I'm going to go on. So I just say like five minutes in the morning, five minutes at night. 
odds are they're sitting down and they're going to be checking email or they're doing bookkeeping once a week or something at a desk or they're taking a break at lunch and they could set a timer for five minutes to do this on their phone. But to go and engage with people, whether it's on LinkedIn, Twitter, or Facebook, or wherever. Um, I will say, though, one of my favorite tools on Facebook is the friends list. And a lot of people don't even know about this tool. But you can put people on specific friends lists. And so I, for example, have a list of people that are in specific industries or are people that refer business my way. And so I will talk about my business a lot more to just those people than I will to say, um, you know, my friends that I went to high school with that are, you know, stay-at-home moms that aren't working or they're in corporate and they don't ever refer business out or they're my great-grandmother, you know, who doesn't, you know, pay attention to anything except pictures of, you know, the family. So I don't want to exhaust my audience. So I love friends lists. But the cool thing is, is you can also view the posts from people in just that list. So I can go on for five minutes in the morning and engage with all of the people that could potentially throw business my way. Whether I'm saying congratulations, hitting like, sharing some of their stuff. And, and it's a really simple way to look at just a segment of your audience and not everything. You can do the same thing on Twitter with Twitter lists. Um, but I've seen this work really well, especially in industries where you're very narrow. So like a title company or a mortgage company might set this up on their personal account to target their real estate agents because the agents are sending business their way on a daily, weekly basis. So you want to make sure that you are top of mind compared to your competitors. Well, this is a really simple way to go in and do that. Um, and again, set that timer. For five minutes just do it for a few minutes in the morning a few minutes at night and it'll help you stay uh from getting lost in the black hole of social media and if you're like a dentist or a doctor or someone that like relies anything less on like making facebook friends with, with your clients so the yeah. doctors, you've got thousands of those i would suggest even just like joining like local community facebook groups yeah. So like where I live in North Vegas, there's a lot of like community groups for like families with things to do or subdivisions and stuff like that, or even the shopping complexes. So rather than like you know, mall, we'll have a Facebook page or group. There's also a Facebook group for like outdoor malls and food shopping complexes and stuff like that. So try and find those groups or if you don't exist for your own, uh, for your local business owners so that as you know can be a part of it to share what's happening and can comment on it and be a part of it. And part of what you can do when you're engaging social friends is share what those other places are posting. So like for a really good example, we just have Halloween. There's so many Halloween events, like you do pumpkin trees and where to go Christmas, where to go shopping, or like if you're a dentist, like trade your candy in for pizza, you know, whatever that may be. Um, but you can share that content and that's another way of engaging the site commenting with sharing the other things with your followers and your audience so that they can then come in as well. That's great. I love that tip. So, all right, guys, let's recap a little bit of this awesome list that Valerie put together for us. Number one, we're going to have a polished brand and look across all social and putting your website so people know who you are and what you're about. 
if you want to be consistent, and this goes great with our sponsor for our show, Sendable, which will help you be consistent by helping you bulk schedule your content to your different social media platforms. Um, do what others aren't doing, and we both agree, if you're not doing video, we're pretty sure your competitors aren't, you should be doing it because that's not what they're doing at all. Make sure you're providing value and education to your audience because it's most likely if they're coming to you, they have no idea how to do it themselves. So show them how to do it, use them with your knowledge, show them that you are the jam, and they're more likely to want to come to you when they need you. Make sure you are engaging with others on social, even if it's just as simple as setting a timer or joining a local Facebook group to engage and be interested in what's happening online. So, Valerie, any final thoughts or things that you think people need to make sure they're doing to stand out in that cluttered news feed? You know, I just would encourage people to just start. Um, so many people wait to have this master plan figured out. And while I'm not a, I'm not gonna say don't put any thought behind it, um, don't don't let yourself think about it too much to the point where you don't do anything to build your brand online. Awesome. Okay, guys, thank you so much for joining us, Valerie. If people want to follow you on social, what is it that they're going, where is it that they're gonna go? Yeah, so you can find me at Valerie Morris on most platforms. You can also check me out at Tintero Creative. And you can find me. There's no other Tintero Creative out there. So um, go ahead and, and check me out there. It's super fun, you know, like for SEO and getting domain names, it was very easy to do that um, when you have a, create, a unique name like that. So, yes. Desiree Martinez is a really common name. I found out when I got married. So. That was a good idea. <laughs> you know, Valerie Morris, um, you can find me on social very easily with Valerie Morris, but my domain is not available because one of the Destiny Child singers, mom, one of her, one of them, their mom is named Valerie Morris. So uh -huh. I pop up in Google alerts every once in a while because of that. So that is super fun. Awesome. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm that Valerie Morris. I'm that Valerie Morris. <laughs> All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the video. Make sure you type five into the comment section down below to let BDR Boring Bot sign up with me on our Facebook Live. This is going to be every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. And thanks for being on the show with Valerie. Next week, we're going to bring you more awesome things to help your boring business stand out and that's what they do. Like you always say, military life is never goodbye. It is to you soon. So until next time. Thanks for listening to Marketing for Your Boring Business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of Marketing for Your Boring Business. This podcast is presented by All-in-One Social Media.